You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. I'm Jamie Dumont. I'm Rob Russo. And this is the Fabulous Invalid, Tony Edition. Tony Edition. Here we are, live at the Carlisle. At the Carlisle. What's the name of this room? It must have a name. It's called The Restaurant. The restaurant. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. It's a little underwhelming. We're in the restaurant of the Carlisle. <laughs> but this hotel is not. It's gorgeous. Absolutely it is gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah. And yes. we are here at the O&M annual Tony Award party. That we are. This year co-hosted with the John with, Gore system, with, the organization. With John Gore and Broadway.com and Broadway yes. co- Across America have, have come on after. This is our 12th. 12th year, and I guess I should explain for anyone listening that um, my husband, Rick Miramontes, and I... Did you notice how I said his name, Miramontes? I didn't notice that. I almost got it wrong. I stumbled on my husband's name. But the point is that we have had this party for... We're debating over the the number of years, but I think we're at 11 now. <laughs> it's I think a political it, question. I think it's 12, but as we all know, I'm not good with facts and figures. <laughs> he says it's 11, but it is our 10th year that we've done it at the Carlisle. Wow. Um, and it started out as a party in one of the suites for the cast of Hair after mm. they won the Tony Award yeah. for Best Revival. Yes. That was about 50 people. And um, now we're at... Golly, I guess I can say this because it will air after the party. But I think we have like 700 people coming tonight. That's amazing. Well, it is sort of like the party of the year, as far as I'm concerned. And according to Vanity Fair, if I I may toot my own horn. Toot away. Blow my horn. Well, this is a family show. All right, I'm going to (laughs) toot. Please toot. Don't blow. Have you heard that Mimsy star? Look now. She got pinched in the Astor bar. Soft again, eh? She was stoned. Well, did you ever? Never. What a swell party this is. Oh, we gave Aaron a mic. Did we give? Are you on, Mike? Aaron? I am. I am. Yeah. Can you hear me if I talk over here? We can. Well, I can. We can I, now. I have ears. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Aaron's sitting in the other side of the room. I feel like I need to paint the picture. We're, 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 no, no, you're good. You're, you're good. We, I, we're going to get Kritzer in here in a little minute. That's right. So. It's, it's still early in the evening. Um, this this well, restaurant we talk about the show. Will, be, will be packed. Yes. So the 73rd Annual Tony Awards have just concluded minutes ago. They have. And uh, Jamie and I were uh, just screaming like little girls uh, at the announcement of Best Musical. You were screaming like a little girl. Well, okay. We've fine, talked about fine. this we last have. week. I have a history of and it. You I said you I did it. it at the drama desks, and now I've done it for the Tony Awards. Um, Hades Town won Best Musical. And thank not only, goodness. Thank goodness. And not only did it win Best Musical, but it was the biggest winner of the night. Eight Tony Awards out of 14 nominations. Wow. By far the biggest winner of the night. Swept categories left and right. Um, very, very exciting. Even some categories that might have been considered to be a little tighter, like orchestrations or director even. Um, and lighting design, of course, with the fabulous lighting design. Set design, which was one of the few upsets of the evening. I really thought David Corns would. We get both it. did yeah, we on did. our on our prediction show, and, and not just us. I mean, pretty much all of the the Broadway press, all of Broadway, was expecting David Corns to win because he was, you know, the probably the only person from Hamilton who didn't win a Tony that year yeah, yeah. for his set design. <laughs> it and just fucked up. And when his you think work about for it. Beetlejuice was was quite magnificent, but. Um, Rachel Hawk won for uh, Town, which was very exciting. It was one of the earlier um, upsets of the evening. And you turned to me when we found out that news and you said, this means Town's going to win big tonight. I you knew it. That. You felt it in your bones. Are you wondering where I've been? Yeah. Where you been? I'm wondering. Been telling back again. But like my mama always said. Uh, 
there's a rhythm to how these things unfold, right? Usually, having yeah. seen you know as many Tony Awards as you've seen, I won't I won't dare say how many. Well, okay, <laughs> all right. You can if you want. I don't know what the number is. I mean, I yeah. started watching when I was a little gay, and mm-hmm. now I'm a big old gay. Yeah, so, so every I don't know, phase, forty of that something years of Tony yeah. Awards, pretty amazing. Forty, I don't know. Uh, it's been a long time. Been a long time. Well, this was. This was a very exciting evening. There was the potential for there to be a lot of um, upsets, given the way that the, that the voting rules were this this year. Um, it was a change from basically prior history, where um, voters could only vote in a category if they had certified that they had seen every show in that category. So what that meant is the show in the category that had the least number of, of, of voters see it, that became the pool, the, the, the number of voters who would actually be able to vote in that category. And we expected that, that we predicted that that might actually result uh, in some, some surprises. But there were very few surprises tonight. No. So I fact. guess they're not going to get swipe cards next year. I, I thought, yeah, I thought there we'll would be a major out. upset yeah. and they'd have to redo it and give everyone a swipe card, which yeah. I was sort of excited about, the yeah. Broadway swipe card. <laughs> well, Hadestown, again, biggest winner of the night. What Eight was the second from biggest? 14 uh, nominations. Um, I would say The Ferryman, which okay. took home best play, um, as was largely expected. I was really pulling for uh, an upset with what the Constitution means to me. You could hear when what the Constitution means to me was announced um, in the hall. The crowd went wild throughout the entire. There's so much love for the show. There's so much love for Heidi Schreck, for what it means, for what it portends about the future of Broadway. This this show that is really downtown fair, um, getting this platform on Broadway was really exciting. Sort of a runaway surprise of the season. Um, but the ferryman won, and look, we saw it together. You turned to me after it ended, and what, what did you say to me? Can we get tacos? Well, yes, that's what you always say to me. But what, you, what I was expecting you to say is that was a masterpiece. Oh, it was. Yes, yes. Because it really yeah. is. It's yeah. a masterpiece, and it deserved to win. I'm not upset about that at all. No. Uh, in fact, it's quite exciting. From the time I saw it in London last year, I, I've just been waiting to see it again, and on Broadway, it was fantastic. You are not going to get mad at me I would never if get mad at I say that yes. I am really glad it won. Have you heard about dear Blanche? Got run down by an avalanche. No. Don't worry, she's a game girl, you know. Got up and finished for kids got guts. Having a nice time? Grab a line. So I will say, of the speeches of the night, of the from the winners, um, two of the best, well, th- the three best speeches of the evening came from winners from Hadestown, which, you know, the show is poetry, so how 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 shocking that three of the winners would be so well-spoken. Um, Anais Mitchell <laughs> gave us three rules for making art. Number one, nobody does it alone. Number two, it takes a long time. And three, it is worth it. Which was such inspiring advice for any artist, anyone who makes art, especially in the theater, and coming from someone who started developing the show 13 years ago. Wow, yeah. Which is pretty amazing. It is amazing. Um, Andre de Shields. Gave us three rules for longevity. Everything which comes in threes. Like we talked to him about those which rules. We did, or which so. we did. And this, this is a good um, you know, summation of it. Number one, surround yourself with people whose eyes light up when they see you coming. That's a good rule. Good advice. Oh, good, good, yeah, good rule. Number two, slowly is the fastest way to get where you want to be, which she said on the show when we interviewed which him. Which is, I think, some of the best advice I've ever heard. Absolutely. And number three, the top of the mountain is the bottom of the next. So keep climbing. That's new. We didn't get that. We didn't get that on the show. That's but gold. Damn, what good advice. He strutted onto that stage like he does every night at the Walter Kerr, and he won this Tony Award at 73 years old, his 50th year uh, as a performer, his fourth nomination. Andre DeShields is the Tony Award winner tonight, which just feels right. It's the best thing that's happened so far this I, evening. I will say, I will say. And then Rachel Chavkin, who won for Best Director, which is so well-deserved. 
Um, and we were just screaming again when it happened. Um, I really wanted her to win, and she did. And she had a very important message, um, which kind of was a through line of the evening, especially coming from folks associated with Town. What she said is basically that there are so many women and artists of color who are waiting. There is no pipeline problem on Broadway. I'll quote her here. She said, it's a failure of imagination by a field whose job it is to imagine how the world can be. Which was a pretty amazing, brilliant, and so well put way of making that point. And she used this Tony win tonight uh, as a platform to make that argument. And look, as as I sat back today and reflected on the season, to me, what Heidi Schreck, Anais Mitchell, and Rachel Chavkin represented is that when you give badass women an opportunity, they're going to create badass art. That they did. Right? And we need more of it. And it's Please. now Tony winning art. Um, in, the, in the case of Town. it's one of the rare musicals written and directed entirely by women uh, to win Tony Awards uh, for those capacities, which is tremendously, tremendously exciting. I feel like I need to point out that Rob made notes. I took notes. And, I and, wanted to be prepared. And is, as always, the prepared student. Prepared. Were you the teacher's pet? Um, yes. Yes. That yes. makes sense. Alternatively, a teacher's pet, class clown. But I got away with being class clown because I was teacher's pet. It's a very, it's a tricky... Don't see you as very, class clown. I Were was, you a funny class clown? I was, I, as, a, as a child, I was quite rambunctious, Jamie. All right. Beside the point. Um, one, more, one more poignant moment from the Hadestown team that I thought was great, and we saw this at the Drama Desk Awards. Lighting designer Bradley King, who won for his gorgeous lighting design, um, said that Broadway needs to become less white, less cis, and less male. Which, as a white cis male, I'm making that assumption, but I believe he identifies that way, um, is is you know a, a really great message. And once again, um, you know he's using that platform uh, to to preach it. And I thought that was a really um, important message of the evening. And there were a few stumbles tonight. I think Brian Cranston said something that may or may not have been taken in the right yes, way. Yes, yes. Um, I was a little I was a little shocked, frankly, that he would make that joke, sort of like read the room, but he got up and said, you know, finally a straight white man wins an award. Um, and I texted a mutual friend of ours and said, next year men are canceled at the Tony Awards, right? Can, yeah. we, can we not have men at the Tony Awards next year? I, I <laughs> want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yes. And it no, just was I know, a joke I know, that didn't land. But it's interesting in, 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 in our community, which is ever so, which is always so uh, concerned about those kinds of things. Yes, that and so does, thoughtful about them. It right? does feel like a, yeah. an unfortunate misstep. Right, right. Absolutely. Well, one of the few um, upsets, if you can call it that, of the night, I'll, I'll say surprise, uh, was Sergio Trujillo's win for Best Choreography, which both of us had predicted um, that Warren Carlyle would win. He won the Drama Desk. He won so many awards across the industry. Um, but Sergio won. Uh, Let's not forget that my husband didn't speak to me for five full days yes, yes. after and look, I predicted that... Uh, Warren would win. And he was right. Um, and he was and right. He's, he I will it. say, I didn't realize this until um, it happened, but this is Sergio's first Tony Award. Yeah. Um, and he's never won a drama desk either. So uh, for someone who has done so much work on Broadway, who is beloved within the community, um, and as, as a man, as a, as a Latino you know, choreographer, there are not many Latinos working on this in this level on Broadway. Again, it's part of that message of the night. Like, let's bring more diversity into the room because when you do, you get, you know, Ain't Too Proud, right? Yeah. You get his choreography for Ain't Too Proud, which was absolutely stunning. It's so integral to the way that show 
uh, moves and feels. I mean, I, I, I didn't get to say this to Des Mackinoff, but I think he would agree when we had him on the show. Um, that it's hard to tell where Dez's work began and Sergio's work began, right? Because it was so seamless. The whole show moved. Um, and when he got up and accepted his award, Sergio, um, he made the point that he came to America as an illegal immigrant. His words, not mine. Um, and here he is tonight winning a Tony Award. And I was very taken aback by that. It was very powerful in this climate um, to have someone uh, have that journey uh, and um, get this achievement. Uh, it's really worth, you know, something worth celebrating. It's very special. Well, we are celebrating tonight, that is for sure. It's great. Oh, it's great. It's grand. So grand. It's wonderland. We sing, we sing so rare, like old camembert, like Wow, we are back here. It has been a year. Last we, year I was here for the first time. First time ever, which is shocking to me. I mean, well, you and know. I, yeah. I met you here, Leslie. I know. And, and think of how far we've come. I mean, now we're like close. We, <laughs> we're like, literally, literally close. Literally close. I'm loving it. You guys it. look amazing. Okay, wait. No one has asked you because you really haven't been asked what you're wearing tonight. Who are you wearing? Who are you tonight? wearing? Oh, me? Yes, Jamie, Jamie. Me? I'm wearing a Tom Brown tuxedo that's very old, but I do have a gorgeous <laughs> sapphire and diamond pin from yes. Vidura. They were very gracious Online. to loan it to me. Yes. yes. Um, and it has uncut sapphires in it, which and I've never seen amazing. in my life. It's yes, thank you. Well, I might have had hair and makeup done, but, you know, I'm not going to say that. You, me. Yeah, I mean, well, you I, look... I would look like the crypt if I didn't... <laughs> you look... You Are those ostrich feathers you're wearing, These Leslie? These are ostrich feathers. It's a Pamela Rowland dress. Thank you, Brandon Lewis. You look gorgeous. It's my second look of the night. I've never done a costume change, but listen, I didn't have a bat mitzvah. So, or any Sweet 16 that I can remember, or a huge 40th birthday party. So listen, I didn't get nominated this year. I'm wearing two dresses. I have an amazing costume. I'm, I'm living my... Your truth. My truth today. Yeah, you are and slaying you it. Stunning. You look and absolutely stunning. Thank you. And what are you wearing, Rob? Uh, I'm just wearing a little blue velvet, uh, navy blue velvet yeah, dinner, uh, jacket. dinner jacket. But the shoes. Shoes are good. With some patent leather shoes, yeah. And Jamie, really you're also wearing amazing shoes. I might have some Jimmy Choo's on. Jamie's yeah. always wearing might. amazing shoes. I yeah. love me a Jimmy yeah. Choo. Okay, so <laughs> what did you guys think of tonight? Where, where are we feeling? What are we at? What do we feel like talking about? I am I am absolutely thrilled with the outcome of the evening as a huge fan of Hadestown. Um, I am as well. Yeah, I was really pulling for it. And it's the big winner. You know, eight, eight wins from 14 nominations, um, which is really terrific. I will say... I. I thoroughly enjoyed the telecast, and I thought the musical numbers were really terrific this year. I, well, you know, I was in one of them, so yes. I didn't get to watch them like I normally do and experience it like you guys experienced it. So I don't have Vanim. Do you have any, like, what did you, I thought the Temptations came off amazing. I love the Temptations. I love you guys. I love the prom. Mm. We love the prom. So now we have Leslie's husband, Vadim, <laughs> joining us in the booth. He's a musical director, musical director of Falsettos on Broadway. Very accomplished music di- musical director. And um, Vadim, what did you think of tonight? 
I love tonight. I was, uh, you know, I'm here to see my wife. I'm here to see Beetlejuice, and uh, <laughs> I was so excited. I was, I was thrilled with their presentation. That's yeah, I was excited. About. I was it was, too. it was so smart. You know, it really. Jamie and I went back to see the show just the, the other night, um, and I'm so glad that I revisited it. A and B, the Tony Award performance. What you guys did in tailoring it for the audience, to me, really showed the spirit of what that show feels like in the Winter Garden. Good. Uh, it, it, I think that's what everyone was going for. It was such a great, for lack of a better word, commercial for what Good. the show is. Business friends, I have only known this amazing, amazing man and his unique daughter for a few months. I don't even know how many. I'd have to check my pay stubs. But as my guru, Otho, always says, do what? What's going on, Delia? Are you all right? Um, <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry. I don't. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> I meant to say. I was worried personally that America or people who know the sh the movie mm -hmm. would want to see. Deo the way they know it. Sure, sure. I, I personally thought it would be fun to start it in the audience, to have different celebrities even pop up and mm -hmm. join in. But at the end of the day, it kind of seemed to work. And, and Entirely. The Han it, it Solo worked. bit The Han Solo bit was hilarious. Yeah. You know, like, it's it's always tricky with these things. You know, right. you, you want to do the perfect thing, then you just got to go with your gut. And I, th I think all the shows came off really well, and some more than others. Right. As far as. Uh, a but they all seem to do well, which is great. That's, that doesn't happen every year. No, and I didn't get to see all of them. And we're rooting for that. You know? And I'm a huge Hadestown yeah. fan. Huge, yeah. huge, huge Hadestown fan. It's yeah. a great show. But speaking of things that don't happen every year, correct me if I'm wrong, Leslie, did you not meet Catherine O'Hara the other night? Did she uh, not okay, come wait. see your show? Because I think we have you to guys, talk about yes. this. Guys, please, this is big please. news. Okay. So. I knew, I found out that she was going to be presenting our number, like uh, introducing mm -hmm. our number. So I, I was already excited. And I was like, there's no way in hell <laughs> she's not going to come see the show right. and just introduce the number. And then I got confirmation that, in, yes, indeed, she's going to come see the show. I said, I don't want to know when. And then all <laughs> of a sudden, someone told me when. And I was actually okay that they told me because... I see fries. <laughs> I see French fries. We'll get some French getting, fries. Getting fries. Go get the fries. on the fries. This is why he's a good husband. Yeah. Then I found out when she was coming, because Tina Faye was coming the matinee Saturday, and then Catherine came Saturday night. And it just worked out so perfectly, because I wasn't even nervous. I was mm. honored to show the work that I had been. They also have sliders, Fadim. <laughs> we'll get you a slider. Um, I didn't even feel nervous, because I was just honored. Yeah. I was just honored because I literally have watched and rewatched so much of her work just to get to feel close to understanding the brilliance of her timing, which I've adapted in my own way, her amongst many other comedian comedic actresses and I know and actors. And and to meet her was just like also a you know, she she I met her. She came up on stage. She was like, "You are a freak. You are amazing." <laughs> she called I'm you a freak. That's a like, quote. She was basically like, "I'm nothing compared to you." I was like, "Okay, oh. wait a second. Like, I really can't." The reason why I love you so much is you're self-deprecating, which I love. Your career is just unbelievable, and yeah. I literally pulled her aside 
Like, I wasn't going to do this, but, uh, you know, we took our pictures and we were like, oh, my God, you're amazing. You're... And then I went back to her and I said, no, you really need to understand that women like you are paving the way for women like me. We look to you to go, we want to do what you want to do. And we know that it's possible because you're doing it mm. and you're still doing it. Yep. And and she was she, she loved it. She was like, they wrote so much more for you than they ever did for me in the movie. <laughs> And, and it's very different what you're and it's doing. Very different. Yes. And so you get to own it. The universe is more than just space with no end. La 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 la. Just think of the universe as a female best friend. And you can be like, hey universe, what's happening, girl? And she'll be like, I'm nothing, just running the world. And you'll be like, what? And the universe will be like, I know. about her and you guys it's like here's the thing in this business you know we're all actors creative people we're all crazy in our own ways but you sometimes I feel like people think you have to be really bitchy or nasty mm. to be like brilliant or really messed up to be brilliant she's so nice and so kind and so generous in a way that I, I did not feel was put on at all I, there's very few people in my life that I want to meet that mean so much to me her Carol Burnett Mm. Most of them are dead, to be honest. Yeah. And, you know, so I, I'm not going to have a well, slider. What a perfect cap. Anyway, that was a run week. on sentence. Yeah, <laughs> sentence. That's okay. You can run on when you're talking yeah. about Catherine O'Hara. Anytime. Brilliant. Anytime. All right. I think we should go enjoy the party for a little bit. Let's do it. All you right. know what? But I just I also want to say, Jamie. Everyone wants to come to this party. You know that, right? I do. Everyone <laughs> wants into this party. Is that what you're like? Why? Why yeah. are you so dressed? I'm like, I'm going to the car. They're like, oh, up. Oh. Jean Jemanian, gotta say hi to her. Oh, gotta go say hi to Jean. All right. Gotta say hi to Jean. We'll be back in a second. Bye. Have you heard it's in the stars? Next July we collide with Mars. Well, did you ever? What a swell party, a swell party, a swell again, elegant party. This is. Well, we're back. And uh, it's about two o'clock in the morning, and oh we're at the gosh. Carlisle party, and we have uh, the party has uh, only just begun. And that is Rick Miramontes, who is my husband and the co-host, actually the host of the party. Lovely to have you here. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's nice to be here. It was touch I and guess. go on the invite, right? Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite moment this, from this season? Past season? Okay, I have to. I, 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 and I'm not the first one, but it's like a split answer. And I'll be fast. One is the, it's very personal to me um, and big to the night. It is the performance of Reeve Carney in Hadestown. Because he is Orpheus. And if you follow the trajectory of the mythological story, Orpheus is like the star of the fucking show. <laughs> Sorry. Orpheus is the star of the show. No, you can and swear. We're, we're explicit. explicit. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got and, that in stereo. And, you know, I remember him. I worked with him on Spider-Man. And what he, the, 
the tools that he has, the theatrical tools that he possesses now are kind of astounding to me because he is uh, an integral part of that uh, extraordinary show. Um, but vocally, what he does is so special. And so much of the storytelling and the book and the it's it's in the music and in the songs and in the lyrics. And he is, frankly, the muse, the channeler of Anais Mitchell herself. So what he does can never be underestimated, overestimated, whatever that phrase is. So that's number one. Number two is um, a musical that I just absolutely love, and they so killed it tonight. Uh, Ain't You Proud? Yes. Oh, my gosh. um, Life and Times of the Temptations. And the, the moment in that show that I think expresses something so special is when Jeremy Pope, who was, of course, a star of the night and yes. introduced in a big way as a superstar to America, when he sings one of my favorite pop songs, Just My Imagination, but he turns it into a one-act play, into an aria, and it is so gut-wrenchingly touching and beautiful and he takes a, and he turns the idea uh, that dirty word, that dirty phrase, jukebox musical. He turns it into something so glorious that I was, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so proud to be around that moment every time it's done, and I'm so thrilled to watch it every night that I'm lucky enough to do so. What's your favorite all-time Tony moment ever? Okay, so tonight I will just say that it's about those performances, you know, and the ones that really land, and I will say that for the ages, the Ain't You Proud number will become one of those, one of those like Michael Bennett, like Tommy Toon. I will say my favorite Tony moment is a thing that I watched when I was young, uh, on TV and then on YouTube and the subsequent speech that followed it, it would be We'll Take a Glass uh, from Grand Hotel. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, That's a good one. It's magic. All it's right. pure magic. Go host your party. Yes. Thank you, husband. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Rick, for joining us.
right now we are delighted to have Lisa Goldberg with us. And I have to say, Lisa, if it wasn't for you, we would not have had a season this year because you truly, truly represent everyone on Broadway. If my husband doesn't represent them, well, he doesn't really do what you do because he does shows. You do, you do personal PR. We work you, together. You work together, but you work with everyone on Broadway. You represent everyone. It's unbelievable. I mean, literally half of our shows. <laughs> came through your office. Well, thank you. So I thank appreciate you. That. The invalid thanks you <laughs> from the welcome. bottom of our house. It's is still fabulous. Check in the mail? Still yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, right. As a matter of fact, there is. Um, so, what do you have a favorite Tony moment? Um, I have a bunch of favorite Tony moments, but I grew up a dancer, a serious dancer and then did Broadway shows myself. Um, so I was addicted to the Tonys growing up and would, I'm aging myself, but I would tape it, you know, every year. Oh, yeah. I so have that, all my Tony tapes. Yep. Right? Oh, I, I still have them yep. as well. So I would rewatch them over and over again. But my thing was I would memorize every single person who won, especially like the producers and directors and choreographers. And I would memorize their names, who they won for, their speeches, so that when I moved to New York, if I ran into any right. of them, you would know. I you would know. know right <laughs> off the bat, right? So when I got to New York, I left school when I was 20 and moved up to New York to start auditioning. And I was walking down, like, are we allowed to curse? Oh, fuck okay. yeah. So no shit. I was walking down um, right in front of the Marriott Marquis on like 44th, 45th and Broadway. And um, I ran straight into Barry Weisler. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I quoted his Grease speech to him, <laughs> like the Rosie O'Donnell Grease, of you course. know, whatever that was. And um, Barry was like, well, fuck yeah, I like you. Here's my card. I'm going to give you an audition. Here you go. And, like, literally called me in wow. for years after that. Even like, And that was before I had an agent and would call me in for auditions. Wow. So that, you know, I could be seen. So I guess, like, that's kind of that's because a great Tony role. Yeah. 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 Gave being, you that insight. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I love I have that. a good Scott Wise one, too, but if he ever heard this, it would embarrass him, so... Do you want to tell it? I'm I mean, sure he do doesn't we, listen. I, <laughs> I'm sure he's Jamie's not listening. grinning right now. Yeah, so. okay. Feel free. Okay. All right. You ready? I'm ready. So, I mean, the guy's happily married with, like, a couple kids now. So, yeah, here we go. Yeah, right? Yeah. When I was a teenager, young teenager, I watched him win for Jerome Robbins Broadway. Yes. Right? Yes. And he was so fucking amazing. And I said to my mom one day, I mean, he thanked his wife. I mean, I'm, I apologies to Savannah, his daughter, and his first wife. But he thanked his wife on the Tonys when he won. And I said, one day that guy's going to get divorced and date me. <laughs> Cut to. <laughs> I met him again. Same spot in front of the Marriott Marquis wow, when he was doing Damn there. Yankees. Yes, that's I'm right. telling you. That's right. And, uh, yeah, we ended up dating off and on for a little while. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think the Marriott Marquis is like a magic moment for you. It's a good spot for you for and me. no one else, apparently. Yeah, yeah, really. Truly. have a good history. For me well, and the drama league. Tootsie's, Tootsie's having some good times yes. at the Marquis. Yes. So yeah, they're, they're reversing the curse. Reversing all right. the curse. Yeah. All right. Well, Lisa, thank you for yes. sitting with us for a thank second. Thank you so much. Go enjoy yourself. This isn't really going to air, right? Oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, Scott Wise. <laughs> Well, just reflecting further on uh, the show tonight, 
I did want to make sure I mentioned um, that we had an historic win tonight with Ali Stroker winning a Tony Award. That we did. Becoming, as we mentioned in our predictions episode, the first uh, performer in a wheelchair ever to be nominated and now win a Tony Award. And also, fun fact, as we discussed, the first actor to play Edo Annie ever yeah. to even be nominated. which and, and then won. And then to win. Yeah. yeah which is very exciting. And her performance tonight, I think, really showed to America. I mean, she was on the Glee Project, so a portion of America knows who she is. Um, but that she is a star. Absolutely. That she's a real star. And I can't wait to see um, her next project. And I, hopefully someone will write something new for her. For her. Um, because she's such a talent. And she really showed that tonight. And as Rick mentioned, and Jeremy Pope, you know, he was in two shows this season, nominated for two Tony Awards, and performed twice on the telecast because Choir Boy uh, Play performed um, a number from, from the show, um, which was also very unique. It's nice to have a historic moment on the show, yes. and we had two of them. Yes, and it's sort of a, a <laughs> That is thing. screaming that a you're hearing of, in the background. A sign of progress that there are fewer and fewer barriers to break. In terms of awards, there are fewer firsts to be had. And Hadestown, again, becomes one of the few musicals ever to be directed and written by women. And that uh, has to change. To win awards. And that definitely has to change. And I, I, I have a feeling it will um, after, you know, where the, the season we had really showed a lot of progress in terms of the types of shows that make it to Broadway, uh, which is very exciting. Um, so Choir Boy performed, which was very unique to have a play perform a musical number. Uh, the other non-Best Musical nominee that performed was The Share Show, yeah. which was very exciting. And it really gave an opportunity to, um, to showcase Bob Mackey's now Tony Award winning costumes, uh, which was a lot of, a lot of fun and, and worthwhile. The last thing I will mention, because I do think it's very important, is they changed the rules this year so that um, rev uh, Best Revival plays um, that were never on Broadway in the first place. So if you, were, if you revive an older play that never premiered on Broadway, um, the playwright is eligible to win the Tony Award. Because unlike Best Musical, which the award goes to the producers, the award for Best Play goes to the writer of the play. Um, and this season, we had um, Kenneth Lonergan for The Waverly Gallery, which is an older play from the 90s that, had, that came back in revival on Broadway, and The Boys in the Band which was written in 1968, a year before the Stonewall Riot, a year before the modern gay liberation movement. Mark Crowley, who is still alive, thank God. Gave a beautiful speech. Gave a gorgeous speech because the boys in the band won and he got to win a Tony Award for a groundbreaking play that literally premiered 50 years ago. So that was really, really special. And it's one of those uh, moments that I'll, I'll long remember as a special Tony moment. Oh, well. <laughs> it was a lovely oh, show it was. It was that a I saw show. very little of. You did, because you, you put on this amazing party at the Carlisle. Running around. Yes, yes. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, been a great, it's been a great season. It's been a good season for The Invalid. This isn't our final episode. This isn't, but, it, but we're, we're getting, we're towards getting the end. to the, yes. the end I'm of misty this eyed. season. I am misty-eyed. Yeah, no, we're I, both misty-eyed. Yeah, well, 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 we'll start up again. <laughs> Don't worry. We're Don't not going worry. anywhere. We're, we're going to do this again exactly. very soon. But we are going to take a bit of a break. We have, yes. what, one more episode after this? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Maybe that's two? It. No, one. Oh. I don't know. A bonus. We'll Stay tuned. Stay Maybe tuned. Maybe there'll be a bonus episode. Fabulous. Well, thank you for listening to our little Tony uh, yes. soiree. Thanks for joining us at the Carlisle. Yes. All right. Oh, well, cool. let's get back to it. Have a good night.
Dai. To the world we dream about. And the one we live in now. Cause right now we're living it. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.